Yeah, yeah. Hold that thought. Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Welcome to Dome. I hate to interrupt the tattoo talk, the tattoo back and forth, but we had to get the podcast started, you guys. Intro us and we'll jump back in to our pre-pod combo. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Well, obviously sitting across from me is my lovely co-host, Dave. We have a very special guest this week, um, a person who I've worked with a couple of times on some film shoots, a filmmaker like myself and very talented uh, Malik. I don't know his last name. Or I forgot it. What's your What's your at? What, yeah, what, what, yeah, that's so better. If people is, are trying to hire you to make uh, some films, I'm, I don't know. I might have to change this soon. But my at is Spike Leak. Spike Leak. That's like funny. Spike Lee, yeah, yeah. but with a K okay, at the end. I get it because because like, your name's Malik. And I direct things. That's funny. you know what's funny is I literally never made that connection until now. So right now, but I don't, I'm also not that big of a fan of Spike Lee. He's had a few bangers. I've, like I love the 25th Hour. Yeah, um, that's not probably one I haven't seen. It's probably yeah. one of the only ones I haven't seen. That one's dope, and it's got Patrice O'Neill in it for a couple right of seconds. Do the right thing. Was pretty yeah, I've seen yes, that. Yes, his yeah. older films are his yeah. best films. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think some of his more modern stuff is a little. Man, I, I did like I, don't know what I'm doing I did here. like the one with uh, with uh, Jonathan Majors. Uh, what's it called? Is that the Black Klansman? No, uh, it's the one where they're going to Vietnam. Oh, uh, th- uh, I know what you're talking about. The, the blood, the five bloods. Five yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that one. That one was pretty good too. I might have to check that out. He didn't. He didn't direct the Malcolm X movie, did he? He no. did. Okay, so that's I've seen that one, and what's special about that one for me is that I I read. I was reading the Malcolm X biography that the movie is based off of, and the movie one. is like page for page. Yep. Like the book is literally the script. Yep. And. I read, I read like maybe 200 pages of the book. Uh, Malcolm converts. He comes out of j- a prison and he hits the streets. And then I couldn't wait anymore. So then I watched the movie. And the movie was so on point with the book that I just stopped reading the book. Because I was like. You finished the book. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure Spike Lee is in the movie. He's like yeah, he plays the guy that's like you know with Malcolm at the beginning, and they're the getting conks. Yes, and it, then when Malcolm changes his life, Spike's the dude that like kept going down the wrong. Path. It's so funny because in the in the book, uh, Malcolm talks about the conk. So like, oh, this is a conch. No, no, I think it's conk. Is it a shell? It's or a hairstyle. Is, oh, never mind. That. So oh, yeah, bl- where they gotta put that black stuff in there. black people used to put this like really like this. They would basically burn their scalp. To make their hair just spout and be thin like the white man's. Uh, you know, my man, Malcolm, didn't like that plan. I need some Afro sheen and some jerry curls. I Ooh. need my shit dripping, yo. It's a scary world. Yeah. I'm over here and I'm doing hairstyles. I need my hair done and I do it all the while. I guess the con stuff is what they put in their head. But yeah. I don't really know because I have dreads. <laughs> and um, that's as much as I can do. That was a surprise. I'm going to pass it to you. Yeah, Woo! no, they they were not really thinking about uh, society. And, you know, a Millie to my boy Malcolm. Uh, he facepalm when he thinks about him. They did my boy Malcolm wrong with that weird-ass haircut. Yo, that made him square as a rhombus. But that's a triangle. I'm about to bust. Yo, it's the wrong angle. I'm so happy that they <laughs> faded out. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, were, there were multiple... There were multiple. You did great, Thank bro. Thank you. Yes. I think a tactic that a lot of people need to use on this podcast who aren't like 
Oh my god, you gotta be shitting me. I was like, is it starting again? <laughs> well, I fucked that up. Never mind. Let's just keep recording the way it is. There's a, but I meant to hit him with this. Just made a banger in like two seconds. Oh, yeah, we go. There's two things that I want to say. One is that a strategy that people can use for freestyling that may seem uh, not cool but is very effective is to casually speak. Oh, that's yeah. And if you're speaking sort of casually on rhythm, and that's kind of what he had going on. It's there, easier right? to rhyme. So I think you, you did really well. And then I the second thing is that, that. Uh, along with the conch in the Malcolm X movie, there's another thing that they glamorized a lot in that period of time. I think it's like the 1950s. Um, it's the zoot suit. Yes. With and, the shoulders. And the hat. And the yeah. Jam- Jamiroquai hat. And, and it's basically the suit that the wolf in Roger Rabbit wears. Yes. that it, and, first, they, and they walk like that. <laughs> Yo, what an interesting. Anyways, that that was a big uh, learning experience for me. The Malcolm X book. But the conch is just like slicked back. Yeah, it's, con- it? it's it's something like a perm, but then you like slick it back, and it just gives you that like, looks wet look. It's, well, and if yeah, it burns, if yeah. you leave it in too long, it'll burn. Like it'll literally start to like physically burn the scalp. But that's a, a lot of people agree with me on the fact that like that's the movie. I feel like. Um, Denzel should have got the Oscar for because he literally like became like he he became Malcolm X for that like he stopped eating pork and then he you know started just doing all of these things and he literally just became Malcolm and and Spike would talk about how there were scenes and takes that they would do where you know he'd be saying stuff and he'd be like I didn't tell you to say that and it would just be like yeah felt like off the top yeah yeah well and he, I could have sworn he also did another one with Denzel that was like a crime movie but I can't now I can't find it it well, might have been something I don't think else. it was Spike that did that but are you thinking about Training Day no no oh, no no okay. um that's what he won the Oscar for that's though. what he ended up winning the Oscar I mean for. that which is still it was good that you know? that one oh, is, Training Day rules yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I I think that the, the if he had won an Oscar for Malcolm X, it would have been much more honorable. And instead, like Hollywood glamorizes this gangster who's like corrupt and, and like doing all this bullshit, but that's way cooler. Did you see? So his, he wins the Oscar for did that. Did you see his old boy remake? No. Oh. Yes. With Josh Brolin. Yes. Have yeah. you seen the original old boy? Original old boy is amazing. It's, oh my God. It's dude. one of the greatest films ever. It it's made me so homicidal. Good. It's, it's, oh. it's wild that they would, choose to re to try to attempt to remake it for american audiences how do you re- i we've had this discussion before yes. you remake movies that you perceive the american audience to not have seen yes right. so you're like oh i'm just gonna it's it's pra- plagiarism basically it's like, it's like remaking yeah, schindler's I, list or something <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah i feel bad that i can't remember the name of the, the director of the original uh, i think it's park, park chan yeah, yeah. but like you know you could tell that that film was kind of made that it was kind of made like, and it cared less about. It was made because it cared less about the audience. Uh huh. It was. Um, I don't know what rhymes with audience. Uh, but flatulence, not really. But that's a bar. I think I sense that we're rapping hard. Yo, I'm not even gonna mention that word that you just brought up. Did I mention? That I'm feeling loss prevention is a career for me uh, Because I can't find words that rhyme with three I was talking about old boy uh, And we're trying to bring so much joy whoa. To the people Through the words that we say Because we know they're not evil 
Yeah. Bringing love to the people. I wouldn't use old boy. That's not the best example. Honestly, you watch that movie and if you feel like you've been a loving feeling at the end, there's probably something wrong with your friend. Uh, yeah. Me and Joe Coy watching old boy. Whoa. Uh, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Um. I watched that at an airport for the first time. Really? Uh, yeah, I was. I think I was. Uh, it was in 2010. Interesting. I was. I was. Coming was that back a choice from, on the flight? Uh, it had been recommended to so. me. Oh, that's not. I was co- sort of just getting into the spirit, wasn't it? That was a front. <laughs> no, no, that must- no, no. I was. I was in the like uh, the waiting area, watching it on a okay. laptop. And then at a certain point, I'm like, oh my god, I need to like go into yeah. a corner and finish. This I need movie. to watch this in a bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I knew that that was a from home movie. There's no way an airline was recommending <laughs> Just, old boy. Oh my old God. boy? Like, yeah, yeah. I have seen some weird when you get like sometimes the uh, airlines will have movie selections. I've seen some odd ones where I'm like, I know there's a hardcore sex yeah. scene in this movie, and yeah. just, but I think airlines edit that shit out for the planes. No, they do something. I recently flew to Denver, and they really wanted me to watch Creed three, and I was like, come on. But actually, if you go on Prime right now. You can go all Speaking the way. Of Jonathan Majors, right? You can go all the way from. Yeah. <laughs> you can go from Rocky all the way to Creed 3. Like, you can watch every single one of those movies. And just fly to Asia. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, did, do you, are you familiar with the Jonathan Majors controversy? I didn't. I didn't get that. Oh uh, well. Uh, so um, his uh, his his girlfriend accused him of uh, some some beatdown, oh. and uh, then walked back the accusation. And he sh- and his lawyer shared the text message of the walkback of the accusation oh. to try and nullify. And apparently, there's footage. And it there's looks like... the text made it worse yeah. because it, she sounds like a scared woman in the text. Like I, I swear th- I didn't mean it. It was wrong. Like, I think I heard. I've heard YouTubers discussing. I should just try it. and find it. <laughs> so so okay. Here's here's uh, there's certain things that we all feel about it. But one thing I'll say is, you know. We gotta wait to see what happens. The trial is on August third, right. so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but one, the one thing that concerns me on the like, because I'm I'm on I'm on both sides with it, kind of. And the, like, you're a John Majors fan. You well, you, well, you a, understand. I'm a, both I'm a sides. black man. Fan, I see. Gotcha. I see. You know I see. what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, you part of me hopes that like, because I'm I'm just I'm I'm tired of like it. It just feels like there's a ceiling that we can't get through, and like. No matter what we do, our image is always going to be teared down for some reason. And people like Ezra, Ezra Miller can do wild shit and still get and to, that yeah, still get to go to so his... so fucking true. You know, I was going to ask you if you'd seen the you new Flash. Saying? And still get to go to his premiere and like talk on the red carpet. And, and be all cool. You know what I'm saying? And But like Jonathan Majors is getting dropped by the Army commercials and everything. Yeah. But... On the other side of that, I will say that when you're like, I heard that like his team, like his PR team dropped him. And like, those are the people that you're supposed to go to, like with your dirt. When shit goes down, and, they're there to help you. Yeah, with you're that. supposed to be like, hey, like I murdered somebody. And they're supposed to be like, okay, Let's this is cover. how we'll spin that yeah, shit. Yeah. But like when they, when they're like, yo, we can't help you. Yeah, that's that makes me a little. <laughs> I mean, it, it must have been thing. pretty bad. It, w- <laughs> it would have been better if he took the charges and like maybe had to pay a fine. Or the the, the yeah. text message situation made the whole thing way worse. It seems like yeah. it seemed a little dark, that's, and it's hard for. Me I was rooting that. for John Majors before uh, all this this happened as well, um, because because he was talented. Yeah, no, I like him, and he's also like he's a he's a unit. 
Like yeah. that dude is fucking. He became one for the stuff that he was about to do. Was yeah, you know what, what I mean? What, because if you look at a picture of him like three, four years ago, he looks, looks normal. Like, yeah, he's built like me. Yeah. Okay. And, then, and then now, <laughs> now he's injecting three different substances to right, fucking right. put on masks. Yeah, it is. I, I saw a photo of him yeah. for some. Like, I think it was Sports Illustrated. And I was like. I think yeah. this guy could fuck me. If he, <laughs> it wouldn't be my choice. Yeah, you know? he could choose if he wanted for to, you. He could just fuck well, me, man. I was gonna say before before we went on the he could jo- beat the shit out of me, and I would apologize afterwards. <laughs> like, Sorry, John. I, I promised that there was nothing wrong. I took back the charges, John. I swear. I was at the airport going to Denver or coming back from Denver, and I had like an hour wait. Yo, and I saw this old lady. Okay. Face palm on the ground. Oh, oh my, my god. god. She's dead. Astound. Ding. Shocking. You wouldn't believe the way I felt. It was so below the belt. It's hard to understand what to do in that situation, especially when you're in a place like the airport. There's a million people that could maybe help more than you could probably help. Right. Because maybe they know fucking uh, CPR. I don't know CPR. I learned it once, but my knowledge doesn't go very far back in my brain. I'm retarded. You say you saw an old lady. Yeah. First question in my head is, was she crazy? Ah. Then maybe she was lazy. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. If her face was down. So maybe. what you're saying is she was just napping, praying on the ground, yo, taking a siesta at the airport in Denver. Man, that's absurd. <laughs> the image is aggressively ingrained in my in Was my it like memory. a straight up, like... Yes. Oh, my Listen God. to me. This Like flipping off of a skateboard or something? Old white lady. Mm. Pretty heavy. 50s, 60s? Minimum 60s. 60s. Wow, okay. Hair full white. Completely white. Yeah. And heavier on the bottom. Mm. Like the from the... From the hips and waist. So she could have rolled a little bit, maybe. Possibly. Mm. But she's walking with what I perceive to be her son Mm. and his wife. And they're, like, as far as you are from me, but, like, over to this side. And I'm walking, uh, like, I'm on the phone with my sister, actually. And they're walking this way, and I'm walking the other direction. And just, I don't see her trip. I don't see anything other than suddenly she is going... 100 miles per hour towards the ground. Power. Arm, like high-fiving the ground. Arms are completely parallel with her torso. Oh, she was planking. She, you think she you think she like passed out or something? It seemed absurd. Her nose was the first thing to hit the ground. So it wasn't a trip, it was something. No, no, something it might have been a trip that she like she was about to go on a trip. Yeah, she's definitely. She was definitely on the way. Or, or maybe she was coming back from a trip. <laughs> but I also had headphones in, so I was kind of disassociated from what had occurred. Yeah, and I was, was like talking to myself. So I just went. Yeah, I just went, <gasps> and just like was was astonished, and then kind of like walked around, and then started looking behind the thing that I was hiding <laughs> because like my involvement is performative. Yeah, oh, like I sure. like I, if I get involved, I'm like. Oh hey, I'm just some loser with a podcast. I can't help you. Right. And it was so and and then this would be good kind of. There's also there's there's people at that airport that are more qualified to help. Odds are there's a doctor in the Paramedics came. Or or like some lady that had and when she hit the ground, did she just stay there for a little bit? She would remained on the ground for at least and the son wasn't like shocked. Yeah. The son was like, Mom, are you okay? But no response. He it was like 
Yeah, yeah. <gasps> it wasn't that. It it was it was pretty controlled. Oh, like and he's used to his mom was taking like, a tumble. Was he on his phone? Now? Like, mom, you good? He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, this again, mom? <laughs> he's on the phone with his sister, being like, mom, fucking ate fucking pavement. It's because they're at the airport because they're about to ship her off to some home. Oh yeah, and yeah. And, and she doesn't want to go. This so is her she's last like, her protest. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I'll and the, show you. And the and the son's looking at her, being like, it's a retirement community. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Um. Anyways, it was there was people surrounding her for at least the next forty five minutes, and some lady with like uh, a fucking flap on her shoulder. You know the paramedics shirts. They got a random thing on the shoulder that clicks. They got flaps. the The shoulder is never normal. These paramedics got like a random. Pieces. I think you're the first guest that wore a suit jacket. We, oh man, I was commenting it's earlier. I was like, not that fancy, bro. I'm in like a, I'm in like a tank. Top. No, but you're like, it you're like, like you casual. Just, you yeah. just won the uh, U.S. Open. Oh man, oh, appreciate <laughs> that. He's wearing the Adam Sandler jacket. This is, yeah, this is what you get. <laughs> the other thing after, that after I, four championships, you get. <laughs> what do they call that? The, the the green jacket? Is it the U.S. Open? Oh, it's PGA. A, I thought it PGA. was. Oh, I thought it was like when you host SNL for more than five times. They give you oh, a jacket. They, they get a jacket. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I I wonder if Norm was cremated in his jacket. <laughs> <It is true. laughs> I think I think it's PGA that you get oh, the green yeah, jacket. That's cool. That's cool. Because in Happy Gilmore. Right. That was a big thing. Right. I shoot, remember that. Shooter shoot, McGavin shoot, doesn't get the jacket. Doesn't at the get end. the jacket. And he tries to run away with it. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of this thing called Meow Wolf? Sounds like a furry streamer. It sounds familiar. What, meow well, Wolf. I'm, I'm going to pull it up for you guys really quick. It is. It sounds familiar. Oh, I, feel like. I stopped messaging the lady from Spotify. Oh, that's too bad. Ah, whatever. Hopefully, Hopefully we'll get our account back. <laughs> uh, so I was in Denver and there's this thing. Meow Wolf Denver. It's this thing that I will never not remember. It's a beautiful experience. And it's trippy, but they got multiple ones in different cities. Meow Wolf sounds like some kind of furry streamer. Every day he puts coffee in his creamer. Oh. And he goes online and he films himself playing Diablo 5. Meow Wolf sounds like something like a festival where people go and they take a lot of edibles. Yeah. I'm thinking that you could go and listen to music, see how used to it you get. Uh, it's basically this thing where it feels like you're tripping it's an art installment you walk through doors and it's appalling suddenly it's this and then it's that oh shit yeah that looks pretty magnificent i would love to take like 10 acid trips in this place uh as fast as shit let's go now wow so like there's all these different rooms here you, you can i'll put it right here so you know, <laughs> oh, wow. yeah that's dope there's all these different I would, yeah so this is the one in denver but they have multiple installments. So this one is supposed to be like, um, it's like a space station. Like mm -hmm. aliens have come to Earth. And Are they... you encouraged to like take drugs? Dude, what's crazy is the whole time I was there, I was like, like, don't take any drugs. I was like, it's crazy that I'm not on mushrooms or something right, right now. It. But it's true. After a while, you're like, oh, I feel like I'm tripping because basically you'll be in this room, right? Yeah. In this weird ass tree room. Yeah. And then you'll walk in. There's a bunch of doors that seem like they're the door to the exit or to the bathroom, but then you'll walk in through a door and all of a sudden you'll be in this fucking thing. It almost looks like like drugs would like like put you over the edge so, of a place right. like this. Like, well, and how, how, like, how much time like, can you spend in a place like this? Like, if you're on drugs, that's a several hours of, of <laughs> commitment. There. Like, we don't advise you. Yeah. To it's, take a, 
It's about. We to, need to kick you out, sir. You've been in here for four hours, naked. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're sweating a lot, and it's concerning. You've we, been vomiting profusely. Uh, <laughs> we have ambulance. Uh, well, and so there's also this card that you can get that's interactive. So there's different places where you can press your card, and then the, a light will pop oh, on, or like a voice will come on. So it's very fun. But like there's a bunch voice. of kids there. Okay. So it's like a family so friendly environment. You can, so definitely not a place. I, to, I wish that they. Trip, huh? I, I wish I don't that, like tripping around kids. Nah, that's a weird vibe. Don't advise anyone. I wish yeah. they would do like a psilocybin Sundays. And then, well, that's fine. And like a, only adults only. The fourth yeah. Sunday of every month, you're allowed to eat mushrooms but and come the, in there. That's another thing is I don't want to be around a bunch of people who are also tripping. Right. I think, I think no, it's fun right. to covert trip. Well, I think it'd be cool if you could. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if I took like a gram. Like the way that you go to the movie theater on a gram, I could I could discreetly trip, mm. but it, it, it there's a it's it's pretty packed. There's a point where you're like it's you and your. I was there with you my. Got to go in the morning when it opens. I was there with my family, so it's yeah. like my dad's like, "What the fuck is this?" Can you touch things? Or are they yes, like, okay, yeah. it's like you can definitely get involved. So the one in Denver is like apparently the biggest one mm. or the second biggest, and then the main one that is recently a thing that I'm gonna go to soon is in uh las vegas so this one it's a giant grocery store but it's like trippy groceries and so like they have all these like Like weird groceries that aren't cereals like marbles some shit like that giant boxes of cereal (laughs) yeah so it's called you can sit inside captain crunch is there as a person (laughs) anyways i went i went to this and, (laughs) and and had a pretty good time i just i wish i could have tripped that's cool man i feel like captain crunch is probably like as far as serial mascots go, he's probably the one who's the most powerful, right? I don't know the tiger. Are we talking about power as an in influence and like maybe? Or I are guess, we talking about I, strength? I guess with power, it'd probably have to go to the leprechaun because he's got like he's magic. got magic. He's, he's got, got magic, magic and money. Oh, no, yeah. he's always after the prodigal, but I don't think he ever gets it. He's after that particular it's prodigal. It's a never-ending race. I feel race. like he might have some shit we don't know about. But if we're talking about strength, you got to give it to Tony, right? Yeah, like, I think Tony, Tony could maul every yeah. body. Maybe, there. maybe. I feel like he's a soft-ass tiger, though. Just because he plays soccer? Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even like... <laughs> it's not even him playing. He's like coaching girls soccer. Yeah, he's like the goalie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of kids, too. If you, if you work well with kids, I don't know. I don't see Captain Crunch in the commercials with kids swashbuckling. Yeah, he's away. on the boat. You're right. What kind just, of, it's cool to be a pirate. What was your What was your cereal growing up? Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I, I'd always have healthy cereals. It would probably just be Cheerios and... I mean, still Raisin checks. Yeah, checks. probably. Dude, the Raisin Bran kind of Raisin Bran was pretty healthy. I don't, I, yeah, I fuck with Raisin Bran. I think it I seems like healthy because it's got raisins in it, but it's still like all cereal has a good amount of sugar. And yeah, those yeah. raisins, if you look at well, them, they're, they're literally covered they're in like sugar. Dusted. Yeah. yeah. Sugar, dude. No, dusted. My mom used to get us this like m- muesli granola type fucking seemingly healthy granola type cereal but it's empirical that you understand there was like chocolate in every single hand you gotta well, understand they mean they need to bring back the raisin brand racist jazz band mascot of the the raisins damn they were just playing the jazz and basin that was crazy man we're talking about cereal talking about chocolate man talking about ethereal whoa, whoa. things in our minds 
like male wolf and places to find yeah i'm feeling fine uh whether or not we're discussing columbine i might be fucking eating corn flakes and getting baked uh, and after that i still want to eat some cake i like corn flakes when they're covered in the cereal Ooh. or oat milk that's just how it is that's how i feel uh Eating um, Lucky Charms is uh, gonna cause your body harm. Yo, cereal is a limiting word. Yeah, I'll be honest with you right now. At I'll be 34 in July. Okay. And on the top of my fridge right now is Captain Crunch, uh, uh, Captain Crunch Crunch Berries, uh, Honey Bunches of Oats. Wow. Um, Raisin Bran and Frosted Mini Wheats. So you smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. <laughs> I, I got I got a Captain Crunch Reese's Puff mixture in a bag. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, yeah. If I'm ever a little high, I'll just dip into that, and that is a bang. No, no. It's either it's either you're a child or you get high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Or you have yeah. a child. Are you yeah. are you able? Are you, you have a child and you get high? Yeah, you have a high child. <laughs> yeah, much. Um, you need to get high to hang out with your child. Yes. That's unbearable. That would be nice. Um, do you um? Are you able to have one bowl, or do you kind of fall into this place where you're like, "Oh, there's a little bit of milk left. Let me one refill." One big bowl. No, I usually do like um, if like during the week, right? Because I go to work. I've just started working June first, first job I've had in like years. Oh man, congrats! That. Thank you. Well, or sorry. No, it's cool. Okay, it's actually yeah. it's a job related to the dream. So I work at. Dude, that's that's yeah, good. That's yeah, good. you got to yeah. split the difference sometimes. Got, that's kind of what I did. Yeah, here, you know, and I was I was that dude that was like, man, fuck, you know, I don't do that normal shit. I came out here to be a filmmaker. That's yeah, how I'm yeah. gonna make my mm-hmm. living. And then and then you start struggling for a long time. Yeah, yeah. People, mm-hmm. don't, people don't pay you for you, shit. You avoid the ER <laughs> three or four times. And you're like, yeah, fuck. people don't pay you. you for don't stuff. have health insurance. But you know, luckily I found a job that uh, I work at Loyola, Loyola Marymount University in the okay. film department at the at the School of Film and Television. Oh, that's that's kind of so, fun. Yeah, it's awesome. That sounds like a good yeah, gig too. It's, it's pretty cool. Are you um, like teaching? I'm not teaching. I'm I'm basically so the the technical term is senior administrative coordinator. It sounds sounds fancy. Sounds like a real ass gig. But basically what it is is when the students come in, uh, I'll be working with the undergrads. They come in and when it's time for them to like do their thesis films and stuff like that, they come into my office and I basically look at their scripts and tell them everything that they need to do to shoot their films. Properly. That actually sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, it's like yeah. you get to I, like yeah. boss people around creatively. And I, you know, and if they if they if they like overlook something and don't have certain time to do things, I got to be the one to tell them it's like we got to you can't shoot that here. You didn't get the permits in time. So you gotta downgrade your shit and like go fuck and, a permit, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, but like we're trying to teach these kids. <laughs> no, you're right. How to do it properly. No, you know I went to I went to film school in Michigan and and film at, LA and all that. Stuff. At the end of the day, I, I probably should have gone out here. It probably would have been way more expensive. But I, I also feel like uh, uh, what I the the most important thing that I learned in film school was just how to work with other people. Yes. And then I still pretty much do everything solo now. Same. That's I mean, why I, I was I was super into the the two sets that we worked on together. It was fun. Uh, it was. That's I was why like, I'm here today, man. It, you it was, vibe with people. You know? Yeah. One of those things. Uh, working with other people, it's a it's a breath of fresh air when, yeah. especially when when you're used to doing everything yourself. Yes. Um, granted, I 
literally that that shoot that we had with uh, at True Wagner. He's Shout like out a, to True Wagner, man. Yeah, dude. Dude is a, a Instagram comedian. He, I'm sure he's on other uh, platforms as well. That's where yeah. I knew him from. Um, makes a little funny, uh, surreal. I've done a lot of work with that videos. dude. We used to work together at Super Deluxe. We were directors there. No, that's awesome. It's dude. too bad that he moved away. Yeah, huh? and man. Super Deluxe uh, is no longer a thing. Unfortunately, ah. that that was cool though. I really there was a lot of uh, Super Deluxe content that I enjoyed. Yeah, the company that provides my internet bought us and destroyed all of our jobs that's crazy. oh really <laughs> yeah we were bought out by at and did you ever work with vic berger i did uh vic berger you know not not closely i was on the live team i see so I we see. did a lot of the live interactive stuff we would do really crazy stuff like live exorcisms on halloween and <laughs> kind of stuff. I, I, I feel like vic was like the main reason people t- tuned into that he was a big draw yeah. for sure we also had joanne the scammer who was like kind of a big thing back in the day too okay yeah, Google it if you don't know. Never seen it. I feel her. like I would recommend, I would recognize her because yeah. the name sounds super familiar. Yeah. Um, I something on that set. Uh, I would one of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me. It's not really that embarrassing in retrospect, but I felt I was mortified. I had like I had gotten the call sheet of everyone that was working, mm-hmm. so I was like on Instagram searching up people's names and seeing what they were all about. Mm. And after the shoot, I didn't follow anyone, though. After the shoot, I went around to do the thing. Hey, type in your shit to follow or whatever. And all their shit was in my recent search history. And it was a little uncomfortable and weird. What can I say? I didn't mean to be creepy right there. But I might have come off as a little creeper. And that's just how it is, yo. That's just how we work. uh, Sometimes it's hard socially Mm -hmm. in the modern era when you make an effort and networking. Uh, you might seem like a queen or a little fucking pixie when trying to do your thing. Yo, meeting people on sets. Sometimes it's as good as it gets. Uh-huh. When you see all these people and you don't know what to say, you go you go another way. Right. It would have been cool to maybe collab again with them, but I got a feeling that I'm never hearing from them. But uh, whatever, man. Quesarasara. I'm over here doing a podcast with my bras. Uh, honestly, ain't a single one of those peeps ever gonna think about that thing that you just described uh i'm sure it wasn't a vibe but you survived right 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 i love it when it ends on me <laughs> hey if, as long as it's fading out then no good. usually the person that starts gets two turns and then it ends oh, word, and you. dave often uh, will just abandon the rap if he if he notices a hint of a fade out, he'll be like, "And eh, now I'm done." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to do your best, and that's it, bro. Yeah. Plus, if we can keep it under 59 seconds, I, uh, YouTube Shorts would appreciate it. I have to pee again. I think it's all this caffeine that's running. Okay, hit him. Hit him with, with the Chris. I'll be right back. And we're back with a. Uh, I got a friend now. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if you can see him on camera. Look at the camera. <laughs> uh, Malik, Malik brought his pup, and he's adorable. It doesn't matter. Bentley. Like, he, he finds his way into everything, man. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a good guy. We were shooting some content for a company, a cigar company once, and he just kind of worked his way into the shot. Aww. And, and yeah, it's... I don't fight it, you know. And were if, you... Especially if the client's not... If they don't... If they're cool Yeah, if they, if they like dogs. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't like dogs, but... I feel like it's less people don't like dogs than like dogs. Hit them with the credits real quick. Uh, Showdown by LMCD. Magnum Opus by Certified Hood Boy. Slide by DBK. Uh, I th- that last one was something I made that isn't 
available to the public. I'll post it eventually. No retreat. Oh, I didn't by even Le- notice. That means it was good. No retreat by Lethal Needle. Sunburn by Piper Beats. Uh, so you be uh, you be bringing your dog to sets. You know, not all the time, but certain times where I like can't leave him at home because I'll be doing something and they'll be like, "We're gonna come in the house and." Spray chemicals or something like that. It'll fall on a day where I'm going to set, and I'll have to just take him with mm-hmm. me. So in those events, I will take him with me to set, but I'm not. I don't like lean on taking him with me everywhere. I feel set. like in the modern world, bringing dogs to places is much more acceptable. Yeah, than especially. And yeah. it also depends on like you know the set. Like if something and I'm in control of, then fuck it, yeah, he's coming. You know? Yeah. Or even if you're one of the higher ranking. Right. Dudes. You know, if I'm one of the like higher you're the ranking, DP, I feel like you could have. <laughs> and then dog. I can have somebody. I can just have a PA just be like, watch my dog. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> That's your job today. They'd rather watch the dog than just fucking that would be stand the greatest there. PA job ever. Oh, OK. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, I'll put so. this on my resume. I've worked with live animals. But yeah. He, he's been on set with me like less than three times. So it's not a thing. I used to work at a Verizon store and people would bring dogs in all the fucking time much oh, it is out here. much less much less acceptable i think in a retail environment really? especially because do they tell you not to bring them in well as an employee i remember whenever a dog would come in i'd be like shit this dog's in here i'm cool with it i don't fucking own the place right and that's 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 <laughs> i think that's part of like one of the reason big companies uh lose uh they lose the quality of customer service so they lose the quality of um, I, I don't know what the ter- other term would be is that people who work for them tend to not give a shit as much because it's not their company or you're not as invested with the company as you would be um, in a different environment. So I've had dogs come in and piss on the ground mm. and then you're like, oh, okay, shit. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of a rough time. And yeah. Especially if the owner doesn't seem that concerned. If I was an owner and, and my dog peed on the Start ground freaking at, out, at, at like, Verizon, oh I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'll, it, I'll clean it up. It only, <laughs> it only happened once or twice. So, like, the majority of the time, the dogs were cool. Um, somebody brought a bird in once, like a fucking Whoa. big. You ever seen somebody who has, like, one of these just giant birds that, like, stands on their arm? It's incredible. Like a, like a shoe build? <laughs> it's, dude, like, <laughs> it's one of these birds. Oh, that, yeah. Those evil bird. freak birds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about like some like it like walks in Yo, the size are, of his owner. They're straight up demon birds. <laughs> yeah. Damn, what are they what are they yeah, called? Look it up. Google shoe, it, bro. Shoe shoe bill. They're they, evil. They've got like bro. these eyes that Yeah. I wouldn't want to run into a shoe bill in a dark alley. No, not once or twice. Whoa. Uh, catch me out here uh hunting shoe bills with my knife. Yo, I'll kill their life. Yo, I got chills. Just from Googling the shoe bills. Uh, they got a crazy beak and some creepy eyes. They not fly. I ain't feeling this guy. So check it out. He's fascinated with your hair because all of my friends have that kind of hair. He's talking about the dog, not <laughs> yeah. the shoe bill. <laughs> not the shoe bill. I'm talking about the dog in your lap. The dog in my lap. I love this dog. He's a healthy little chap. And I love him. He's an old ass man. And so he's got a good temperament that I can stand. Mm. The dog in your lap, no cap, is a grown ass pap. And I want to give him a little pat on the back. He's a good boy. Yeah, I, I own toys. I could give him. What what kind of toys, Dave? I, I could repurpose things that I don't use anymore to be toys, you know? Be like, chew this I pillow. feel like most 
sex toys mm. a dog could get into. <laughs> yeah. Because they're kind of like they're they're supposed to be durable. I didn't I didn't specify. No, you were thinking it. I know it. (laughs) I I do feel as though um, like a lot of butt plugs, they'd be really into. Right, that's the main one I'm thinking. Because they're chewy. Also, maybe you've you've probably seen. You might own. uh, There's a very popular chew toy that is like it's basically shaped like a butt plug it, uh, mm. but um without the stem to keep it from oh and then you going put, and then you put permanently in your ass yeah and you uh, spray peanut butter in it and yeah, then that's and like put the treats inside of yeah, it. Those, yeah 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 they're like bright red yeah i feel like those are kind of evil what like you, here, oh there here, is the something peanut, about the, that the peanut butter's buried in here good luck no but that's a that's it. a thing dogs have a digging instinct and they they and fucking love them, that shit like if your dog is alone for a lot of time it keeps them kind of Occupied. Oh, we need to plug in the PC. It's plugged in. I thought. No, it's not. I didn't plug it in on my end. That's my fault. Oh, but it's right there. Yeah, we're good. In the, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I'm no. going to edit out the part where I said the computer's dying. So <laughs> no, people, you're people not. People think we're uh, professionals. No, you're not. <laughs> it's, no, but what I was trying to explain in my poor freestyle, it's, it's really crazy because all of my, my immediate friend group are the people I'm doing this documentary with and the people I spend probably most of my time with. We all have dreadlocks and we all have dogs. So oh. all of our dogs are like cool with us and people with dreadlocks. So it's really interesting that Bentley like gravitated towards you like of all people. <laughs> that so, makes that makes sense. Yeah. yeah it's, what it's, about let's talk about the documentary. What's up with that? What's So we I'm I'm and you know I can probably say I don't know how much I can say, but um, how do you how, how do you guys feel about professional wrestling? Are you guys? Does oh, this have something to do with uh, one e, what one EQ has going on? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. 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 I've been so seeing. so we are um, we're working with. Do you guys remember Rikishi? Uh, like the the Samoan guy. Is yeah, this like day, this is the fake the, wrestling? Or yeah, this, this is WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would do the stink face. He would come out in the thong. Yes, and dance and stuff. So we've been working with their family and this amazing family. Shout out to the Amiwai family. Um, but we're basically like doing a documentary about them. So um, whoa, which is probably as about as much as I can say. But is that, it that okay? Sense. So is, it's focused around like his experience in the WWE. That and just the extent of like how deep the roots of their family go and just, okay like, there's so many people that are involved in that family it's about them more than about wrestling yes it's about them and their contribution to the sport of, of professional wrestling got it because yeah. i unfortunately it sounds like professional wrestling from everything i've seen doesn't take care of the wrestlers there's a lot of addiction that comes oh yeah there's, there's a whole vice series about the dark side of wrestling chris benoit is a great example that's probably the main really, example it's, it's really hard to like you know break through the ceiling and kind of make it work for you right like, right there's you'll spend more years like giving yourself it's to like trying to come up with some character that's embarrassing unless you're famous yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's exactly. it's this like internship that never leads to a real job. It's hard, man. But if you get into a company like the WWE and now something like AEW, which is like the first competition for WWE in years, it you can make a decent living. Well, and I think the, one of the biggest issues with uh, the WWE, for example, or uh, a sport like bodybuilding, mm-hmm. or there's a couple different environments that are large platforms mm-hmm. that the majority of the participants aren't fairly compensated. Like example in bodybuilding, because I follow bodybuilding a little bit, the top person will get half a million dollars. Mm -hmm. Used to be the top person got like a hundred thousand dollars. 
and then the other fucking 18 dudes on stage yeah. don't get shit, and they just spent two years taking steroids, eating yeah. fucking 300. Destroying their body. Yeah, yeah like, dude, going through all this effort, but the reason it was more of an issue back then and nowadays it isn't is because all of those people can then go start their own businesses yeah. on social using social media. And like it, it, there's a very popular uh, bodybuilder, Kai Green. Who, he's, he's, he's like really popular for like doing random shit online and then he's fucking jacked. Hmm. But I don't think he's ever won or he might have won once, but he's very popular. And the reality is that once you got that platform, you can use it and then you can form your life into a thing where you can sell uh, protein and creatine to people who like you. And thing. I don't give a fuck about Kai Green. I'm only uh, interested in uh, boosting up my green. That's how it is. <laughs> Getting money gives me a migraine. And uh, that's my thing. Honestly, I'm not a fan of social media. Everybody has a say, kind of like Wikipedia. Uh. I just have one bar, like the bar. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree that was with you. good though. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Social media is ass. Uh, as long as you can fucking figure out how to use it for business and not get sucked in or get sucked off. Yeah, that's fun, friend. I guess it's kind of fun. I think that you could have gone with something a little uh, a more appropriate. No, yeah. You know, this is a family show and stuff. <laughs> we got kids. They tune in every weekend. Do no, we really have kids that no, tune in? No, no, no. no. <laughs> that would be, I was about to say, hi, kids. That, that would be terrible for, for that. What cereals do you, do like do you <laughs> They probably could tune in if they, you know, were like... Into, into podcast. That is technically the cool the, kids. That's the market we should be. Yeah, yeah we should be that's tapping all, into all like, the successful people online or their fans are like fourteen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you, do do you guys know the like demographic of the people that listen to this podcast? Yeah, uh, I got a feeling. Like, it's, I think it's a boys club. Yeah, yeah. For boys sure. club. What a, up? a lot what of up? dudes. What and, up, gents? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let's say they range from twenty to forty. I'm sure there's some like down chicks that are listening. Sure, most sure. likely, most likely, yeah. If, if you are, me? please make yourself known. Please for real. do. Drop a comment next time if, if you're let a me lady. Know your, let me know your one out of the there. One of the patrons who patronized for one month. I don't think that's the word. Uh, maybe she listens. Jade, what's up? Oh, okay. Shout out, I Jade. I don't know who you are. I messaged you and you didn't reply. You didn't join the Discord. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> no, hopefully she's listening right now, Jade. Well, that'd be cool. Um, no, what I was saying, bodybuilding and the WWE back in the day. The fact that all those people below the top ten mm-hmm. percent who are getting paid, the issue was that back then they didn't have like these independent platforms where they could grow their own business. Fact. But now, if you're on the WWE and you tour for let's say a summer, that's either YouTube followers or Instagram followers. Those are all people that you could sell products to or people who could listen to your podcast or people who could watch your Twitch stream. How about this, guys? Uh, You've just been offered a contract in the WWE, but mm-hmm. you need to come up with a character. What is the character? What are we doing here, folks? Has uh, uh, anyone? Uh, this is this. Is, I haven't thought about this either, so it's a little unfair. Um, but uh, maybe off the top of my head, um, I would be Podcaster Man, Whoa. and and I would come out and I'd have two mic. Those would be my weapons. I'd have a couple of microphones. Yeah. Maybe a soundboard on my chest. Interesting. And that's, that's pretty bad. Uh, I, I, they're usually kind of weird. I feel like the some of the better ones are a little off the exactly. wall, you know? Well, they say that the best characters are just yourself turned up to 11, right? Yeah. So I would probably be 
somebody that's like my debut would be like an, it would start with like another match going on mm. and it would be two two other wrestlers coming out like doing another match you would think and i would just yell cut and i would come out like i'm directing oh, the shit yeah and then i would like walk down the aisle and be like that was terrible that's funny and then like that's start real being, answer you know what i'm saying that would be some type oh my of like a, you know yeah, the director they would be like yeah like you know and then i'd be like my character would be like in on the production of the shows themselves yeah so that, like that's very layered running, yeah i'd be running smackdown be like that's you know, funny or even fucking up the camera guy the dp yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that works on multiple levels yeah like you know, you know what i mean like yeah actually that's really good we like that yeah. cool okay well that's way vince, better than mine. vince would never go for yeah, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see it, pal. Isn't it? Uh, isn't isn't it Dana that's in charge of that shit now? Or uh, well, Triple H is the chief operating officer, which just means he's like the face. But like Vince is still running that shit. Mm. In okay. the shadows. That dude is a crazy man. Very what, crazy. What about? Senile. Is there um, is there like a judge character? Ooh, because that'd be good. You're that a, would be good. The, the judge, be, and then like robes, and then and then you're like it, the gavel is your weapon. Yeah, you've been, you got the wig. Yeah, <laughs> guilty, and then I I hammer you in the oh, head with yeah. it. Yeah, bam, and they just they do a fake little drop. To the but ground. you got to do it so the ref doesn't see it. So you keep it in your robe, and yeah, you're just yeah. like bow, you put it back, right, and then I, I would rip off the robe at some point, and I'm just wearing the wearing the boxers and like. But I still got the white piece around my neck. That'd be dope. Oh my god! Yeah, those oh, are cool. those are all better than mine. See, like um, these, but see, like these characters. I don't know. They're 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 leaning towards. Cause I, you know, I still I still I still look at the show. I don't watch the show, but I watch around the show. Sure. I would say, and um, they, they're leaning more towards reality these days. And there's less. It's like, less. Op- there's absurd. less occupational characters. Yeah, you know what I'm saying they're more like like you said who the characters are. Just kind of turned up a little bit. Who's the? Uh, I've, I've been seeing a lot. There's like a trio of black dudes, and they have the bootios. Oh, that's the new day. They're they, not really. They're not really kind of popping right now. They're but not. Like they were. They were. Yeah, they were a thing for a while. They were okay. So they're they're not, still employed, but you don't really see them on TV okay, that much because okay. the biggest dude, Big E, had a really bad injury where he got suplexed and landed on his neck. Oh, yeah. See, that'll he happen. He hasn't people, wrestled since. Yeah. They, they give crazy. their lives to this sport. Yeah. yeah. What about um? Yo, R.I.P. Big E. Now he's on a bunch of morphine. Cause he crapped his vertebrae, his vertebrae. And yeah, it's not great. It's not looking great. And plus, he didn't have that blue anthem. Relax and take notes. I'm Big E. And uh, I hope I can get this injury for the folks nice and healed up. Because, you know, I'm trying to join the WWE up and stuff. Hold on, hold on. Let me correct what you said. Uh, it's not R.I.P. because Big E is not dead. Uh, he fell back and he broke his neck. But there's a chance he might be still on deck. All uh, right. Yeah. Thank Allah. My boy Big E is not... Uh, with Allah. Yeah, he's with us. Uh, and he's concussed. Laying on a stretcher on a bus. What's the fuss? He's not in that big wrestling ring in the sky where all the greatest pro wrestlers go, go when, when they, they die. die. <laughs> Isn't there a trend of like... I was U- probably the best one. <laughs> I felt good in that one. Isn't there a trend of UFC fighters going to the WWE after well, the career's over? There will be Ronda. more of one because... Um, the same company that owns UFC just bought WWE. So now it's going to be like, so hey. There might be a couple of them. Like, people have been, like, throwing out, oh, Conor McGregor might show up. So isn't it technically safer to be in the WWE? I wouldn't say so because uh, do you remember um, Ken Shamrock? No. Nah. Back in the day? Well, he was a UFC fighter. 
uh, before he was in the WWE. Yeah. And he was saying that, like, his career in the WWE was, like, way more strenuous on his body than it was wow. in the UFC. Really? Because think about it. It's like, you know, in the, UFC, in the UFC, you're, like, you're training for a fight, and you usually have a couple of weeks to eat right and train and, like, do stuff. Now, you're not necessarily fighting for real in the WWE, but you are doing that, like, high-octane kind of stunt work, but, like, you're doing it six days a week for 300 days out of the year. And then you're on a bus. And then you're on a bus driving to the next city. And, you know what I mean? So it's like you're doing that. And it's like 300 days out of the year. You know what I mean? Definitely more broken necks than the WWE. (laughs) So it's more strenuous. Has anyone ever broken their neck in in UFC? I feel like that's not I mean, probably, but like. Because the ref is there to be like, stop. You know what I mean? Statistically. But everybody's in on the show in WWE. So the ref would just be like, oh, fuck. That went wrong. (laughs) Statistically, the odds of injury increase just by the activity repeating more often. So it's like. If you're just doing this more often, it's more likely that something may go right. wrong. And plus, they have weird things where they're like, "Yeah, like we have health insurance, but like only if you hurt yourself in the ring." Like, you yeah, know yeah. I mean? like it, you're not covered if you get in a car accident. Weird. <laughs> you're right. You know what I mean? So it's I strange. Know, it's kind of like weird. It's strange. So, uh, what is what? what are, when are we expecting this doc to drop? Or do we um, have a tentative release? That's another thing I probably can't really. Get, oh, I see. It's I slow. see. It's a you slow can't even process. say like 2024. It's a slow process because I don't want to say something and then I be see, like, I you know, see. and then not live up to it. Yeah. But it's something that I'm very grateful to be working with, and my team is really cool, and um, you know, the the family has been really gracious and just letting us in. And just, you know, kind of welcoming us into situations that, you know, we wouldn't be welcome into normally. And I, I really love the, the access that they've given us. And I'm really grateful for that. So. The, the documentary and like the, the whole just nonfiction TV wave that has occurred in the last mm-hmm. 10 years to me is like the greatest thing to happen because of I, that. It's much more interesting to me. To see real shit yeah. actually explained and shown. And obviously, like, the popularity of true crime. Yeah, look at how, like, Wild Wild Country and Tiger yeah. King and all that stuff just swept the nation. Because yeah, real like, stories. Like, I, don't, can't, I don't really like the docu-series, though. No, you like, don't like just, the docu-series? Well, just, make it a, just make it a movie or, and, and make it two hours. He's, he's bothered by the, the format and how it's a little bit, they beat a dead horse after a while. I don't like the second season of the docu-series. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. What, you know what I mean? That's what I don't like. Because they know that, like... Oh, we got something here, so let's milk it for everything that we have. But I feel like, like a good six episodes about a murder. I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I but. think, I think, um, <laughs> like making making a murder on Netflix is too long. Like that's mm. like two or three seasons of yeah. Me. And I mean, I get that there was a lot going on there, but Did, it, you didn't see the first season of Tiger King. No, I watched it. Yeah, that was that was certainly interesting, but it could have been three episodes instead of six. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. And it didn't need a second season. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. What yeah. about Wild Wild Country? Did you see that one? Uh, that oh, that's the one about the cult right yes yes with the guru which didn't now, which i didn't know happened which yes is awesome that's, it's true that, no. that's a really cool one but still that one could have been shorter the only docuseries i've seen on netflix that at the end of the day i was like you know what that was totally appropriately linked was uh evil genius i have not seen that, that one is wild it's, it, wild. it's, okay. it's about the true story of uh the guy that um it's he's a pizza delivery guy and he gets a bomb strapped to his chest and he's forced to rob a bank and this is a true story yeah, yeah. 
and it's uh, like you can't. Wow, it's, it's like, bonkers. They try to write stuff like this, and then they try to turn it into a movie with uh, with uh, Aziz Ansari and Jesse Eisenberg. Um, but thirty like, minutes the, or less. The true story is actually <laughs> way crazier. Have you seen Thirty Minutes or Less? No, is that the movie? It's loosely yeah. based on that. On that? Situation. Oh, wow. the premise. I yeah, jo- I thought you were joking. Yeah, no, no, it's true. The movie is actually pretty good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the only reason that we like knew a lot about that movie was because it was filmed in the city where we went to college, and so like there's a lot of folklore. Yo, and, and Aziz came in and had brunch, uh, and he ordered uh, a thing. He was a munch. Yeah, he lo- he loved having croissants, and he pronounced it properly. What a fucking savant. I was watching that movie and realizing where it was filmed was locally, and I was surprised, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the place that I arrived in, and I went into outer space. Uh, 30 minutes or less. Is it about the guy with the bomb on his chest? Yes. Which part did Eisenberg play? He's He's the the guy who's going to get blown away. Yo, a white dude with some TNT uh, strapped to his chest, don't you see? I barely uh, successfully transitioned those bars for me. And Aziz Ansari, I mean, maybe his career's a little sorry, but he was very funny back in the day. I haven't heard much from that guy lately. I hope he makes a comeback. Hey. He got paid. I think it was Lex, man. That messed him up. He was not supposed to be Lex Luthor. Wait. Oh, you're talking about Jesse. Oh, you talking about Aziz. Aziz, yeah. I feel like Jesse's still out and about. He's in movies. He's in that show, uh, Fleischman's in Trouble. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about Jesse Eisenberg. I do want to see Aziz come back because the first couple seasons of his show um, on Netflix. The Master of None. Master of None, yeah. I really enjoyed that. I think I watched the first two seasons. He wasn't in the second season, right? No, oh, he I, is. I don't think he was in the third. I think the third is when all that stuff started. Oh, yeah. The third's like he gave it to Lena Waithe, and it's like kind of her story. Oh, I see. I see. Well, what's his face uh, from Tim and Eric is in it. Tim. Oh, Tim Heidecker. He's, Season three. No, 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 no. I thought it was Eric. Oh, maybe it's Eric. Eric the I, bearded I, guy. Yeah, Another, yeah, yeah. Other yeah, yeah. two people who were the very tall giant. Yeah. Super Deluxe. They had some. Yeah. Yeah. Eric. Um, well, yeah. Vic Berger now basically works for Tim and Eric. They they have a podcast yeah. with him and whatnot. Which fuck. I wish I was Vic Burger. That guy's got some editing skills. You edit as well. Do we edit? Do you like, or do you ever? Edit I edit. Yeah, edit? I try to, especially the you know. I'm so my goal is to be an auteur. You know, I want to be. I don't want to be like a. I don't want to be like a controlling auteur. I definitely want to bring in people who are better at the things that I want to do yeah. and collab mm-hmm. with them. But I'd love to have a hand and a knowledge of like all of those things as well. So yeah, I do try to edit. Um, I'll do a base cut, and then if there's somebody that can like make that shit a little better and land the plane for me, yeah, I see, I'll I pass see. it off. That's you know cool. what I'm saying? But I'd like to have the knowledge of it. I don't want to just give it to somebody who's doing something I don't know anything about. That's know? kind of our current video strategy for this podcast. Okay. Like a lot, a lot of times uh, we'll film it. I'll put a base cut together. I'll yeah. send it down and be like, make this interesting. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an auteur, but I want a writer's room. You know what I'm saying? That would be so sick to have a, a team that you trust. That's the hardest thing is the I think trust I'll spend, aspect I think I'll spend it. the rest of my life building that team. Right. It's it's And it's hard to do because even like people are so fickle and, and some someone might be all in on the dream one day and then a month later something happens and they're just like, yo, get a job. They get a better offer. Get a better offer. Yeah. It's, yeah. But, you know, if you find those people and you like treat them right and you're doing stuff that like, 
you know, fulfills their creative. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, which is I don't know. at the end of the day, it's, it's a formula. I shouldn't man. have used bank as an example. Yeah, the bank because we we know someone that worked there. I should have picked a a worse job than that. It's a formula. Shout out my boy Terry. Well, I think that keep uh, keep, keep punching those numbers. I bro. think the biggest issue is at the end of the day, just like money. And yeah, if, yes. if there isn't money, then people have to do shit out of their own. Just like not only that, they they have to do shit out of the energy that they have left over after they've earned money. Yeah, man. And it's like the... And, and to a thing that might not make them any money. Right. <laughs> it, probably won't. Statistically is likely to not make them money. And that's what that's why the Patreon is so important, guys. Speaking of making money, uh, <laughs> if you had $250,000, would you Ooh. spend it to go on a submarine down to the Titanic? Wait, you, wait what are you guys talking about? <laughs> you haven't heard about this? No. Have you been living in a submarine <laughs> yeah. 12,000 feet under the water? Uh, so a couple of uh, billionaires decided no. to take a little trip down to the old Titanic. 250 grand is is literally five dollars to a billionaire a quarter of a million dollars to uh reach certain death it's basically titanic too because that's kind of what the first titanic was just a, a just a monument to man's they, they arrogance they were also warned so the only, do you know what we're talking about the, I, I know, okay. I, I was he's being, messing <laughs> i was being facetious um, it's the only thing anyone's heard so the about. only thing that i've said like publicly about this and like you know because i feel like everybody's had an opinion on it but like I thought it was interesting that, like, so you guys know NASA, right? Yeah. Everybody knows NASA. Never a straight answer. (laughs) So NASA was a company that was originally founded to explore the ocean. That S was C. Really? Right? So after a while, right, somebody was like, Let's do space instead. C is too scary. You know what I'm saying? And it still works with the name that we came up with. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's that's all I really had to say about that. It's like, why are you going down there, bro? Especially with something that's like not sanctioned. It hasn't been cleared by any board. It's literally like Like, two miles underwater. Like, they got to go so goddamn deep. Like, I'm pretty sure it's it's the the equivalent of like going up Everest. Yeah, it's it's, it's really down there. And like, it's... And apparently they didn't have a pilot or a captain like some dude was just being violent up on the surface with a remote being like, let's elope. Let's go down there and just float. Oh, yeah. I hope that we don't go. I could have sworn they had a captain and he was in the boat piloting with the Logitech remote. Yeah, (laughs) that game, you know. Bluetooth. The Bluetooth controller. He's got the sticks and you know he's over. He's playing Fortnite on the rover. It's going to have a massive implosion. It was very deep in the ocean, so deep that those those bodies they not floating. No. And a way to help you understand it, it, it it's the kind of kind of pressure that can like crush a soda can. I'm pretty sure that that the vessel was like a soda can in that instance, man, where the whole thing collapsed and every blood vessel in their body exploded simultaneously. And damn, that's what happened. Yeah, it's, it was wild. So it imploded. And so the way that I was, the way it was described that I saw, it was that everything happened in like, like a 17th of a second. Yes. And so it imploded. And as soon as it imploded, all of the oxygen that was in that vessel, including the oxygen in their bodies, in their blood, in their blood, everything was just immediately taken out, which means their lungs collapsed. And then once that happened, the water in their body like started to like 
liquefy their bones. It basically vaporized. <laughs> they were like, and which means it happens quicker, quicker than their brains could comprehend. Which yeah. is way better than the alternative, drowning. Uh, which would have no, not drowning. They wouldn't have. That would have too much pressure for drowning. Right. Oh. Too much, uh, yeah. What would have happened is they suffocate in that vessel while Out stuck in it. While yeah. stuck in it. Yeah. Which is that, that sounds so If it just dark. stayed whole and it was just floating. Plus, there's a 19 year old kid on the vessel. What, R- he R- went R- down with that his dude. dad. Yeah. And and this one, there's this uh, this guy. Uh, he's a he's a psychologist online. Todd Grande. He like analyzes true crime stuff, but he analyzed this situation and he kind of went kind of dark with it. He was talking about like what was if he said it's most likely that it imploded, which I think it obviously did. Yeah. Um, but if it was the situation where they're just eventually going to run out of oxygen, how? Like the grown men in the vessel would have been trying to put on this facade of safety for the for the young man and trying to like put on a strong wow. face and whatnot, and then but eventually, right. eventually that we're would, gonna die. The cracks would start to show, and people would start to get it a little insane. I I wonder if there was any like, I feel like when they noticed that they were like. Their radar was gone and they couldn't be tracked. I'm sure there was a little panic that started. Apparently, when they first lost contact with the vessel, there was a noise that sounded like a catastrophic. Because there was it was a two hour trip and they lost GPS an hour and forty five in. Yeah, and so apparently that was you know you know who asked a really smart question out of everything like Rick Ross actually asked a smart. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, "Why wasn't it just tethered to something?" Oh, they yeah, didn't like even know the fucking string, you know, and just like tug on it, just get it back up. You know? Yeah, some basic technology <laughs> they, they, could have helped they would them. Be, well, that's like two miles of lime, which they do. Which they do they, that. Yeah, that's like, what they when they first explored the Titanic, they used just a giant ball of metal with a with one circular hole in it, and I'm pretty sure they just lowered. Nobody it Nobody was yeah. in it, and they just lowered it yeah, in. No, I think there was a guy in it. There's a name for it. I can't remember what it was. So but, another uh, interesting story. So we know how James Cameron went down there yeah. to research the Titanic. Wow, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, he's yeah. also been on there 33 times he's been apparently longer than the actual captain of the titanic <laughs> and and the guys the, the captain's still down there and um, so on the on the day of uh he was researching for the when they were shooting the movie he took bill paxton down there um and like he was and also bill paxton called, r.i.p yeah right R.I.P. bill paxton but he called rob Lowe and he was like yeah um james is gonna take me down to the you know to the titanic so they go down to the titanic and they're actually like having lunch on the like bridge of the titanic what and then when they get up like everybody's face is like covered in ash and stuff and they're like what happened it was 9-11, the day that they went down. Wow. So Whoa. While, while the towers were like coming down, James Cameron and Bill Paxton were having lunch down were, there. We're having lunch on the Titanic. On the phone with Rob Lowe? Just like, <laughs> like, just like, like. Hey, Rob, what's going on on the surface? We're having a great time. Down <laughs> it there. ain't good. Um, maybe don't come, don't come back up. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't good. Stay down there. <laughs> Just the, you know, just the things rich people do. Apparently, man. the nine eleven happened during the filming of the Master of Disguise as well, which really? is kind of a funny thing to think about. I mean, so that like, that movie's a very funny thing to so, think about. So again, so, so so James Cameron and Bill Paxton were having lunch, and then like Dana, across the world, Dana Carvey, Dana Carvey was yeah. like turtle, turtle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, Oh, oh man. man, I gotta hit him with the Chris again. I, uh, I think we're almost done. Oh, you think I should? Oh yeah, you're right. I should just hold off till this. Let me, read, let me read you some beats. Okay, yeah, I, okay, do that. Yeah. 
and those were fly beats too man oh, uh, every yeah. time they came on i was like these are good hell yeah dude somber by piper beats cyclone by sxlent uh the next one is something i did that isn't available to the public for sale by eng 1973 by master bison and what do you Ooh, got one, one left street fire they just dropped a new street fighter game where you can Six. like walk around and Fight, like open fight world people online yeah. yeah i heard about that it's actually the one that i'm i might buy i've heard it's actually cool i heard it's cool yeah yeah but I, I'm, I'm not into, into fighting, fighting games, games like that i'm into the fighting i like super smash brothers that's the only but one it, when it is so it's so complicated sometimes you gotta know uh every single button combination in the right time you gotta know how to block you gotta know how to jump you gotta do what's right and you can't you gotta pass that hump Yo, you gotta pass the hump. I ain't no chump. I'm playing Tekken Tag with my dad in Baghdad. Ah. You might call me a sad hoe, but I'm really not into Super Smash Bros. Whoa. I'm more like Bobby Boucher. I play a lot of WWE 2K. Okay, but what about that Mortal Kombat life? You're not about that? No, that doesn't get your, uh, your Jimmy's Russell a bit. You're gonna get on the Mortal Kombat and hit some kicks? Uh, I'm getting Russell. Playing Mortal Kombat with Russell Brand. Uh, eating Raisin Brand out my hand. Uh, that's the plan. I always get my... If, at the moment I'm facing up with someone who actually knows what they're doing, I get my ass kicked And I'm, I'm the kind of guy that, like... I don't go online, bro. I'll just play the CPU all day. Yeah. It just be straight. You know what I mean? Like up and lower the difficulty as I see fit. And I'm, I'm I've always been a singular player. My imagination is very strong when it comes to video games. Mm. So it's like I don't need another person. Yeah, to, you don't need the input of another human. You know? <laughs> you know I'm, I'm a big fan of campaigns. I don't okay. really play online either. But if a, a game has a solid story and a campaign, yeah, it's, it's almost like it's better than a movie. But yeah. Like. So well, like, what are, are y'all like? Are y'all playing games contemporarily? Like, what do y'all? Like, it's very rare, rare. But I do enjoy go like maybe like every other month. I'll okay. go through a campaign. Were you gonna say God game. of War? I haven't played God of War okay. yet, but it's on my list. The most recent campaign I've played that really impressed me was probably like the Wolfenstein, the new Wolfenstein oh, I heard that games. Was good. Those are very fun. Um, I played through. I played through Zelda recently, but like the new one too. No, the, the old one. So um, I, I never, I never yeah, finished, I never finished Breath of the Wild, but I feel like I played enough to where I wouldn't feel bad getting the new Zelda and playing okay. through. Bro, that. you should finish Breath of the Wild. Right, I'd have oh, to, I'd have to good. take, I'd have to take the Switch with me. That's fine. Yeah, I, my, I, my, my, <laughs> my boss's son comes because he's in summer camp and he comes to work after summer camp and he's always got Tears of the Kingdom on the big screen in his dad's office. So damn, I, I just go in there and like watch him. Play. It, Tears it's, of the Kingdom stuff. looks sick. It's Appar fire. Apparently, there's a new mechanic. I've where just, you I'm, can just they've got like magical tinker toys in the game and you're just building machines you can build you can take a stake and like put it to a shield and make a stake shield yeah that's crazy my so. issue like zelda was one of the few games in my my life like my adult life where i would find myself like fuck it's midnight oh, i should probably yeah. go to sleep for sure and i yeah. still like i'm like let me just get a couple more i think recipe. i logged like seven full days yeah that's how that i game. am that's how i am with wwe 2k right now it's the easiest game for me to play and i've been playing it so long that i'm like really good at it and so like I just it's fun yeah and, and then a big part of me is like guilty because i'm like okay I should, I, should i should yeah. i be like doing something creative when in reality i might just be like fucking watching kitchen nightmares you know yeah. or the sopranos so like i shouldn't feel bad but i don't like stay up late watching the sopranos i fucking go to sleep yeah like 
but you fall asleep on the Sopranos well, yeah. because the video games are stimulating. keep you up. It keeps you stimulated. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Same, when I was in high school playing my little Game Boy, I would I would be like, oh my god, it's one o'clock. How did this even happen? Yeah, yeah. and I wouldn't want to put it down either. I'd be I'd be forcing myself to put it down so I could go to sleep. It's also finally and currently it's also antisocial because I'm like I could be hanging out with my girl. We could mm. be watching something together. And instead, I'm like, oh, I'm going to play Zelda for fucking four hours. It'd be like that, man. But I feel like you shouldn't, you know, don't kill yourself. There's, there's some times stuff, there's some times yeah, where it's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. And you got to keep that part of your life alive, man. Like, All right. I'm mean? taking the switch. Because it is a bunch That's of adults fun. that make this shit. Don't forget. So right. Like, right. 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 You know. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like the best video games aren't the ones that are made for children. Like the right. ones that are the most fun because you don't. It doesn't take a lot to impress a kid, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> you need actually really well thought out game mechanics if yeah. you're trying Facts. to appeal to an older audience. Facts. But yeah, no, I think that um, like that, you, ever, you ever heard like Heavy Rain? You ever heard of stuff like that? That's I've, it's, I know like, that let it's, a kid play that. Like, yeah, come on. Heavy Rain is it's like a movie basically. It's point and click almost. Yeah, like, quick oh. time events, that kind yes. of stuff. But the story is like you're trying to find your kidnapped son. Damn. Like yeah, it's it. If you search Heavy Rain on YouTube, you'll see a lot of people making fun of it. Because yeah. it, it is broadly considered is. one of the worst video games ever made. Oh, it, really? It's very melodramatic. It's very melodramatic. Um, that's funny. It's like a soap opera video game. Uh, yeah, I'm, that's funny that you brought that up. Because I feel like that... It's, I, I love talking about uh, movies that are so bad that they're good. Yeah. But there's a totally different world where there's also video games that are so bad they're funny. They're funny. And yeah. entertaining. And Heavy Rain falls into that category. And there's a couple other ones. Maybe we can save that for the Patreon. Sure. You know, I think that this it's the dog pressing against my bladder that's got me. <laughs> Time to end it. You know it. what I mean? Well, yeah. Uh, well, before we end, I just want to say thank you guys. Yeah, I, well, hope, you know, I hope I was a decent guest. I'm not the most. No, yeah, you the did, fact that you, you guys on the really. freestyle. Is, hey, man, yeah, that's, appreciate I appreciate it. it. I enjoy any podcast that people invite me to. You know, I had my own once for a while, but it was one of those things like we talked about where it was just like we're talking, but we don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was I, I feel better just kind of going on other people's and just you know, it helps to sporadically freestyle every yeah, every time yeah, you have a little spices gimmick. it up. Yeah. yeah, that's a great gimmick. You guys yeah. got something cool. Thank you, man. We, yeah, we try awesome. to but I really appreciate you guys for bringing me. And Bentley, he's, he's definitely made himself at home. Where can so? Where can people find you? Where you want the, the um, people to go look? I'm on. I you know I frequent IG. Oh, that's your main. Um, that's go-to. the main go to, and you can find me there on um, at Spike Leak. And I also um, we also have a production company called Liking Pictures with Rampage Jackson, um, the UFC fighter. And we've been doing a lot of stuff with him, so just expect a lot of cool things coming out. Yeah, um, we might have to something. try and get one EQ on. Although I know he's Dad, a very busy dude. He's a very busy man, but I, I feel like I got access to him. Yeah. I, feel like, yeah. I feel like I can get him down here. Yeah, he's we'll, sure. we'll we'll tag you in the in the stuff and we'll put, sure. I'll put your your Instagram in the show notes. Follow us this at Banfield yeah, Mania. We're, this is, yeah, we're, we're calling you out, EQ. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, also, yeah, subscribe to the Patreon. We're going to keep rolling on with that, folks. It's only five bucks it's a month. You probably spend that on toilet paper. Yeah, Don't yeah. wipe your ass for a month. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe and, to and the if pod you're, If you're still listening at this point, you should sign up. It's, it's, it'd yeah, be weird on. for you to listen you this far into the podcast. Just help us out. Yeah. You know? We're desperate. That engagement up, you feel me? Yeah. But anyway, follow me at Bubba Y. If you need a music video or any type of, type of video, I'm very good at it. You can hit me up, whatever. Dude.
Oh yeah, and follow me at Soul Satire. I'm dropping new music recently. We're gonna drop some music too, so yes, check yes, it out. Yes. All right.